What's up, podcasters? It's Julie's story. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. You know, this is the place where you're going to get the real raw stories about the journey, the journey of being a brand coach and a wife and a mother, and also sharing deep stuff. On this podcast, I start crying. Spoiler alert, I start crying. So if you're somebody that cries because other people are crying, get the tissues ready. This is a topic that I totally feel like we need to talk about more this idea of self-doubt so I'm actually going to give you three ways to deal with self-doubt while telling you stories about some self-doubt that I've dealt with even this week so get ready for it before we get started I want to introduce you to my sponsors who help make this podcast possible so after that get ready because it's about to go real deep real quick hello I feel like to sing that (laughs) Right now, I'm curled up in my big comfy chair, sitting in my office, and I'm so, I'm just so thankful and grateful to be here. This week has been great. It has been a really great week, and not because anything external has changed, but because I've been doing so much internal work, and I just feel so happy. I feel so incredibly happy. I just, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude and happiness, and And it's not because there hasn't been struggles and that's what I'm going to talk to you about today is the struggle of the week. And I, you know, when I started this podcast, I didn't think that I was going to be doing this in this way. Like I just, my heart was to to show up in this space and to do something that I really loved and to, to talk and have conversations that I really needed to hear myself. But when I get to these moments where I'm struggling, it's, it's I'm not going to say it's it's easy to show up because sometimes it feels really terrifying because on the other side of showing up it feels like showing up and then the partner of showing up is fear and rejection. It's like it's like the Oreo, the the cookie parts on the other side of the Oreo and I'm in the middle like creamy goodness of emotions and feelings, which by the way, my favorite part of the Oreo is not the cream. Uh, my favorite part is definitely the cookie. I could live without the cream part, but I feel like if you just eat the cookie alone, it doesn't taste the same. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to eat it together, but my favorite part is definitely the Oreo. I saw something, speaking of Oreos, I saw something online this week where somebody was saying that the word Oreo, the O and the O on either side stands for the cookie part and the R and the E actually stand for the cream. And I'm like, mind blown. I just didn't get that the actual word Oreo. Anyway, that was a little tangent. So I'm, I'm showing up in this space and I feel the fear and the rejection are there. And how I'm choosing to show up in my space is, oh, heck no. I feel you. I acknowledge you. And I'm going to confront you by doing it anyway. So a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast on anxiety and mental health. And it's, it's, it's been so humbling for me to, to have a space to share my struggles and a space to share my stories. And I was listening to a, a YouTube by Kristen Bell last night, actually. And it was about her showing up in her space where she was talking about how she's been honest about her struggle with anxiety and depression. And the interviewer was asking her, like, why did you choose to share to share that? And she said that she chose to publicly share that. And she has a personal brand like she's an actress. Her she has a personal brand. 
And she said that she chose to share that because our stories connect us and they help us feel um, less alone. And she said that, you know, she's on medication and so she's choosing to share these these things publicly on purpose. And when I heard that, I was like, yes, like I just resonated with that so much. And like, that's why I'm choosing to share my struggles and my stories is because I know what it's like to feel alone and like, oh my gosh, I don't want to start crying. I feel it. Oh, wow. Whoa, that's, that's something. Um, I know what it's like to feel alone and that sucks. Like I know what it's like to be a Christian and to be struggling with some big things and to feel shame and alone and like I don't want anybody else to feel that. Wow, I feel that so much right now. Oh, I'm tearing up. I was not planning on crying. Um, that's why. And even in this moment, like it's a reminder of like that's why I chose to share that. And I'm sharing that because this week I've had so much self-doubt because I shared that part of my story and I haven't talked about it in that way ever publicly before. And I've been doing this podcast for me and um, it's been so humbling to have you here with me and, and just you showing up has just been such a, I've been so overwhelmed because I didn't think that that you would be here and um, not because you're not amazing, but because I just doubted my own self. And so it's so humbling to have support and to have a community that is, you know, coming alongside of me. But when I shared that podcast, um, I had, I had a certain number of, of listens and it, you know, my, my trajectory was going up with each podcast and every single time, like I just, I was so overwhelmed and I wasn't expecting it, you know, but I just got so excited. Like, wow, like I'm, I'm making a difference. It's mattering that I'm showing up here. And as soon as I shared that one podcast, it was like, it was almost like I lost a third of my listens. And, um, over the next few that I, I shared, it was like, I, I felt it. Um, I felt that I showed up in this way, which is extremely vulnerable. And some of my listeners didn't come back. Wow. Like that sucked. Like, I'm just gonna be honest, like that sucked. And it put me in a mental space where I, um, I started to feel a lot of self-doubt from that because it made me feel like, well, did I share too much? Did I say something? Like I started overthinking and I almost thought about going back and listening because I thought, well, maybe I said something that came off the wrong way or something like that. And I, I just told myself, I'm not going to do that. I am proud of the way that I'm showing up. I'm proud of the the content that I'm putting out. And I might not ever say everything exactly perfect. And I might miscommunicate sometimes. And I might have to come back and say, oh, yeah, by the way, I totally misspelled my husband's last name. Like, I might have to come back and say, hey, I miscommunicated. And I'm cool with doing that because I'm also cool with saying I'm not perfect. I'm not going to show up perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. But my heart is really um, my heart is really soft and teachable and I will always be that way because I've always been that way and I want to learn. I want to learn from my own mistakes, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to shame myself for my story and I'm also not going to stop showing up because maybe that was too much for some people to hear that struggle in that way. 
And, and I'm not going to say it's easy. I'm not going to show up here and say, oh, yeah, it was easy to watch that happen. But it made me check myself and say, am I showing up here for that? Am I showing up here for me? Am I showing up here for the one? And you've heard me say this before is like if my story could impact one person, if it could help one person show up in their life differently, if it could help one person inspire one one woman to start showing up in her story and to reclaim her voice and to understand how strong she is, will I still show up? And my answer is yes, I will still show up. And so it doesn't matter if, if that happened, but I'm going to let myself feel, um, I'm going to let myself feel that and walk that out. But I wanted to walk that out with you because that's part of the journey. Part of the journey is you're going to show up in your story and there's going to be people who can't handle it or people that don't like you or people that are like, uh, I don't get what you're about and I'm out. But that's okay because they're not meant for you anyway. Like we're not, we're not all meant to give life to every single person, every single personality. Like we can give love and life to every single person that we meet. Absolutely. And we should be doing that. But some people aren't going to jive with our personality. Some people aren't going to get our quirks and our ridiculousness. I'm sure you've you've listened to different people before that you're like, oh, I just don't get them. Like, and that's okay. You could still love them and let them go. Um, but but it's when we connect that to our identity where things get kind of rocky because you know, as we're growing our brands and as we're growing our influence, there's going to be people that bow out. There's going to be people that unsubscribe. There's going to be people that stop listening, but that's okay. And it, and it's not a reflection of you personally. And I think for this one, for me, it felt like that because it wasn't, um, it wasn't a bowing out like on a story about my life or a story about ridiculousness. It was a bowing out of a story about a struggle that I have and a struggle that I've never been public with before. And a struggle that I've never said it in that way. And um, gosh, that sucks. I mean, there's no other way to say it. It sucks. And like maybe, you know, maybe I'm misunderstanding, you know, what's going on. But I'm letting myself feel the feeling of vulnerability. Because I understand that vulnerability is really powerful. And if I can show up vulnerable and I can show up with the most truth, it's extremely powerful. And that's how I want to lead and that's how I want to love and that's how I want to show up in my brand and that's how I want to show up in my life is saying, I know that I have a story and I know that I have struggles and I know that I'm created for influence. And inside of influence, there's going to be some people that are like, I don't want to hang with her and I don't want to hear her stories and I don't, you know, I don't want to be part of that and I have to settle in myself. Am I cool with that? And not just saying it but walking it out and really walking it out and really being willing to show up again and say, hey, by the way, you've been in journey with me. You listening right now, you've been in journey with me and this is what happened and this is, this is how I'm responding to it. And, um, you know, in, this, in, in building a brand and building social media and, you know, building an, an influence and, and having an influence because you have influence right now. It doesn't matter if you have 10 followers on Instagram or one, that's influence. There's people that are watching you and seeing what you're doing and you're influencing their lives. But, you know, just remembering that 
there are things that are going to happen to you and that God will allow to happen because he knows how you're going to show up. He knows how you're going to rise up to that influence. He knows that you're not going to quit and you're going to keep going and you're going to share and you're going to be present and you're going to be honest and you're going to be genuine inside of your influence. And that's precious to him. Like it is precious when there are leaders showing up in their life, surrendered to who God is, and also consistent with integrity and honor and and truth. And it, and it's hard. Like it's hard to to walk out the journey like this. It is not for everyone. And there's a lot of people that will quit because they can't take it. They can't take losing 250 people on Instagram in a day, which I have had that happen. And it's like, there's people that can't take that. You're probably wondering, oh my gosh, how did you lose 250 Instagram followers in one day? Um, I started unfollowing people that were not adding to my life anymore. And I probably unfollowed 500 people in a day and I lost 250 followers that day. You know what I said? That's okay. Awesome. I'm still going to show up like you're, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I'm never unfollowing anyone. No, you need to. If it's not adding to your life anymore, it's not giving life to you, you need to unfollow because then it's just taking energy from you. Like you need to have some unfollow. Like I feel like every quarter, every quarter, like entrepreneurs need to go through and unfollow some people. I mean, can I get a witness? There's some people right now that are not adding and inspiring you on your social media. They're making you feel less than maybe it's just because you can't handle them in your space right now and you need to unfollow them. And you know what? I'm going to end this podcast and unfollow some people right now because I can already think of some people that I need to unfollow. I practice what I preach, but um, there's some people that can't handle that because identity is so connected to popularity. And I just, I want to cut all those cords and I'm not going to say I'm going to, I'm, I've arrived perfectly. I'm not going to say, oh, there's no, there's no part in me that, you know, has that in me. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to check myself before I wreck myself. I don't want my purpose to be swayed at all because I'm, I'm too worried about followers or popularity. I don't want that at all. I would rather show up real and authentic and inside of integrity with my character and with and be proud that my kids go back and find this podcast one day when they're older and go that's my mom that julie story is my mom like i want them to be proud of what i'm putting out there and how i'm showing up you know i'll never forget when uh when kairos was in little league my son was in little league baseball i would stand up in the middle of the baseball game and i would say that's my son Kairos is my son because I'm proud of him and I want everyone to know that's my son and I want them to be equally as proud and I want Andre to be proud of me as a wife to say that's my wife she shows up with integrity honor and truth inside of everything that she does to the best of her ability and she's she is humble enough to be teachable by the circumstances that she you know reaches in her life I heard once that that's what humility is is being teachable and coachable are you teachable and coachable for the, the things that happen in your life and in your, in your brand? And this was a teachable moment for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I put myself out there and the listens went down. Where am I at? It was like a, an emotional GPS check-in. Where are you at, Jules? Like, are you doing this for that? Are you doing this still for you? Because you started this podcast for you. You started it because you loved it. Make sure you stay in that place. And this is my check-in moment. So I'm going to check you. Too. I'm going to check you in my checkable moment. 
But that was a struggle for me. Um, you know, walking, walking this out and it, it doesn't take away from my happiness. Like I have been so like, I woke up today, I went on a walk with my dog outside and I was listening to just motivational, inspirational type the teachings. So the first thing I'm doing in the morning is I'm, you know, going outside, like just thankful. I'm just so thankful. And I was just walking and I was thinking, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And I'm also dealing with self-doubt like crazy. And I'm recognizing, oh my gosh, I feel this. So today when I sat and I was looking at my dreams and my goals this morning, self-doubt sat with me. And it sucks. It sucks to wrestle that. Like it sucks to have that lingering around. It sucks to have that that hanging out. Um, but it's there and it's real. And it's never, it's never going to go away if I ignore it. It's not going to go away if I just try and stuff it. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's fine. Like rah, 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 motivational speech myself. It's going to go away when I turn towards it and go, I see you, but you're not taking anything from me. You're not going to decide how I'm showing up because I've already decided before you came, I decided how I was going to show up. Self-doubt doesn't decide how I'm showing up in my space. It doesn't decide my dreams. It doesn't decide my goals. It doesn't decide my habits. Self-doubt is here and I'm rising up and saying, sit down because I have been through way too much. My counselor this week told me, she's like, you are like, you are like a bodybuilder emotionally. She's like, you have so much strength. You have done so much work. And she's like, you've got to start seeing yourself, imagining yourself like that. And so I'm showing up in my space today and I'm like, I have self-doubt. It's here. It's been here for the last couple of days. And I've been creating uh, this audio course that is just, it is full of just, oh my gosh, so much amazing content. So I'm creating this course and in the middle of it, guess what's sitting there with me? Self-doubt. Who are you to make this? Who are you to say these things? Who are you to show up like this? And I'm like, let me tell you who I am. I am somebody who has educated my, like, I, you know, like showing up just like, let me tell you self-doubt who I am. Let me remind myself while self-doubt is showing up who I am. And I can tell you there's not, there's been so many seasons where I have not done that. There has been so many seasons where I let self-doubt, I wore self-doubt almost like a badge. And Andre told me this week that he happened to run into a a friend um, at the grocery store, somebody that he knew um, when he was, you know, in his college years. And she was there with her son and he ran into her. And the first thing that she said to him was like, she, he hasn't seen her in a really long time. And the first thing that she says, the first thing that came out of her mouth was, oh my gosh, I look terrible. That's a, that was the greeting that she gave him. And like when he said that to me, like my heart just like, ugh, it broke because I understand that's what self-doubt feels like. It sounds like that. It feels like that. And he was just saying like, why do women do that? Why do they, why do they show up in their space? And the first thing that they say is the negative thing about them. She, he's like, I never would have thought that about her. I thought she looked beautiful. And I was thinking, yeah, you know what? I know so many women like that. I, I've, I haven't shown up in my space with self-doubt and, and um, said things like that about myself, but I've definitely thought them. I've definitely had moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, please let me not run into anyone that I know because I feel like I look terrible, you know, whatever. Like just those, those thoughts and those, you know, those perspectives that don't add to our life, they take from them. But the thing that, 
the thing that the thing that's really true is that we all struggle with these things that that's the truth we all have these these things that are coming into our minds and these thoughts that are coming into our minds but we all think we're the only one we all walk around thinking, I'm the only one who struggled with self-doubt this week. I'm the only one who struggled with, am I worthy to show up in my brand this way? We all think those things. We just don't say them to each other because fear and rejection and self-doubt hang out with us all the time. And it's like, it's mind-blowing to me because I wish that somebody had been saying this stuff to me so I didn't feel like I was struggling alone. You're not alone. Like we all deal with this stuff. The best of the best deal with this stuff. It's one of the reasons why they have to take so much time to take care of their mental space. Oprah has dealt with this stuff. Like think of your favorite celebrity in the whole world. Beyonce has self-doubts. Like she does, girl. Like she, she, like it, it's just something that happens, but we don't have to live with that. We can have moments of self-doubt, but it doesn't mean we have to execute on those self-doubts. I heard Gary Vee this week talking to one of, like he was answering a question from a fan and she was talking about self-doubt and she was talking about just these feelings and these feelings that she had and Gary Vee was like, those aren't even yours. Like people weren't born self-doubting or self-hating themselves. We learn that behavior and where he was talking about how like these things come into our mind from society and culture, I believe that there's definitely spiritual attacks on the identity of, you know, God's kids for sure. But I feel like it's such a mixed bag. Some of those things aren't even the devil. Some of those, some of those self-doubts are just, you know, our own thoughts about ourselves that haven't been, haven't been taken to the cross of Jesus and sat down there like our own our own mind can lead like we don't even need the devil sometimes like the devil can put one thought in ourselves and we will think it forever and we will never deal with it and it's like he doesn't need to keep showing up there he already put us in a cycle of self-sabotage why does he need to show up when we're on this you know on this merry-go-round of you know i'm not enough i'm not good enough i can't show up in my space who am i like that's not even the devil sometimes that's just us not renewing our mindset but it doesn't help us when we ignore it. It doesn't help us when we dismiss it and say, oh, this isn't happening. I'm going to be in denial. I'm going to live in denial. I'm going to be the queen of denial land. That doesn't help us. It really doesn't. It hurts us because then we never deal with it. Then we're never like, hey, husband, wife, sister, friend, brother, cousin. My, you know, like I'm dealing with some stuff. I mean, I told Andre, I was like, you know, last night I was like, I'm dealing with self-doubt. I'm dealing with this thing. I saw this thing happen with my podcast. And he's like, well, why did you show up? What was your intention with your podcast in the first place? Go back to that. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to that. Because this was, this, was this was always about me showing up with my gifts. That was always what it was about. And this was, and this was me showing up in a way that I felt proud of. If you have an intention and an outcome in mind with how you're showing up inside of your brand... Then, then it doesn't matter what anybody thinks or how anybody celebrates it or how I, however many likes that you get or however much applause. Like, If you're making some of your choices for applause, which is normal, which is common, but if that's your intention is to be validated by other people, I would ask that you start getting really real with yourself 
and ask yourself, where's the insecurity that you have that you need validation from other people? Like if you're posting something online because somewhere, somewhere inside of you, you are really insecure and you need a community to validate you so that you feel okay, there's some internal work that needs to be done. I mean, that's just the truth. And it's, and I'm not saying that because I haven't been there. I'm saying that because I've been there this week. Like I'm saying that because that is, that's, that is a reality of like needing places in yourself whole, you know, like there's hurts that we all have and that we all carry. And we have that one scar from that one person that said that one thing to us in third grade that never fully got healed. And so when we show up in our space and in our brands and in our business and it's time to take a risk and it's time to post a photo and it's time to promote the thing, sometimes what Janet said in third grade is still bleeding in our life. That's just a real thing. When we sit down with ourselves and we start understanding the motivation behind some of the choices that we make, we might find that there's places in us that have to get healed. And that's just reality. Like we all have things in our life that we need to heal from. But recognizing, okay, I'm ready to show up. I'm ready to show up and my intention and my outcome that I want is A, B, C, and D. So when when something happens that's not in alignment with that, what's your response going to be to it? Do you quit? Do you stop being persistent? You know, these kinds of things to have a direct impact on our income at the end of the day. Like if you're running your own brand, you're the CEO, you're building a business, your decisions have a direct impact on your profit and loss statement at the end of the year. It just does. And that's one of the reasons why it's so important to be aware of this stuff and to be talking about it and be saying, hey, this is where I'm struggling. And not, it's, you know, maybe you don't talk about it on your podcast, <laughs> but talking about it in a way that says we, we all have these commonalities. There's no one excused from dealing with doubts. But the ones that are able to conquer them are showing up in their space with habits to help deal with it. So how I helped myself deal with this self-doubt was first of all acknowledging that it's there not suppressing it not ignoring it not pretending I don't have it but acknowledging I'm feeling this and acknowledging where is it showing up and why is it showing up in my life why do I feel self-doubt about the podcast why do I feel self-doubt about the course that I'm creating because in both of those things I'm giving it 10,000% of me like my heart is being poured out so much so that at the end of the day I feel emotionally exhausted but in the best way you know when like you give and you give and you give and you're like I feel so full but I feel like there's nothing left because I gave it all so that's how I'm showing up to these two areas so why is it that I'm feeling self-doubt and so I have to pull back and look at well where do I feel where do I feel insecure? Where do I feel like I'm, you know, not enough? Like, where's the insecurity? And so I had to look back at where I failed before. Because where I failed before in my business, where, I've, where I failed, quote unquote, fail. Because failure is not, um, failure is 
is can be defined a couple different ways. You can look at a situation and say, I failed because I didn't create the outcome that I wanted. Or you can look at a situation and say, I didn't fail, I learned. So how we dress up failure is really important. How we see failure is really important. So what happened was I looked at areas in my life where I didn't produce the income level that I was wanting and I labeled those a failure. And instead of looking at those and saying, never were those a failure, those, those were incredible teachers. Because you can look at it two ways. It's either a failure or it's an opportunity to learn. And you get to decide how you see those situations in your life. So what happened in my week this week is I realized I had labeled opportunities to learn that were very important and very strategic for where I am now in my life. I labeled those those failures, failures, instead of opportunities to learn. Because if I hadn't gone through those things, if I hadn't quote unquote failed, if I hadn't reached the outcome that I was wanting, I wouldn't know now what I know. I wouldn't be able to show up with a different action in mind because I hadn't experienced that. And it's very common for, for women to, to not label failures correctly. And then what happens, which happened to me this week, was when we label it incorrectly, it starts to show, like the fear of ha- that happening again start to show up in our life. And then we start doubting ourselves. So I had to go back to, okay, where, where do, did I perceive a failure? Where did I mislabel an opportunity to learn? relabel that in my life, reconfigure that at that in my mind, sit with that moment, those things that I was building, that thing that I wanted to do that never really came about the way that I expected it to, sit with that and understand that wasn't a loss. That was an opportunity. So I'm going to relabel that and redefine it. And as I did, the, the self-doubt began to lessen. Because I was no longer giving attention and I was no longer giving that quote unquote failure control over my forward movements. I found that in my life that if I have perceived opportunities to learn as failures and I have all these failures that are following me along, I'll look back at them instead of looking forward at what I could accomplish. I've actually taken failures in my past, reallocated them, redressed them up, and tried to, they've tried to project themselves into my future. Because I've looked back at all these things that didn't produce what I thought it would in those areas that I wanted it to, you know, be more or become more or be traction in various areas of my business. I'm looking backwards, trying to, trying to get a vision for my future. That never works. It will never, ever work. But if I'm looking backwards at the places that I've perceived as failure, then I'm never going to look forward and I'm never going to believe that I can accomplish something different because I'm too busy looking at where I perceived my failure was. But if I look at those things that happened in my past as opportunities to learn, now they're an asset to me. Now they assist me in moving forward. They no longer hold me back. They're no longer keeping my attention backwards because, oh my gosh, I did this thing and I failed. I'm never going to be able to, you know, I'm never going to be able to do this because I failed so many times. I've always, you know, all that stuff that we can think in our mind, all that negative self-talk. 
as soon as I call, as soon as I declare those failures as an opportunity to grow, now they're building blocks. Now they're building blocks instead of anchors that keep me weighted down. Now they're stepping stones up. And as soon as I reorganize that in my mind, as soon as I declare those things differently, now they're assisting me. Now I don't look at the journey that I had with disdain or frustration. Now I look at the journey and go, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. I needed you opportunity. I needed you opportunity to grow in order to get me where I am right now. So I had to go back and look at, oh, I had been working on this thing at this one time in this area of my life and it didn't produce what I thought it was. So I labeled it a failure and that touched a nerve in me today. So I had to start looking at those things differently. And as soon as I started looking at those things differently, I started to to heal and honor my journey in a different way. So then when self-doubt showed up and I acknowledged it, I acknowledged the self-doubt. I didn't turn away from it. And then I re, re-looked at my journey and my story and I relabeled those few areas in my life that I had perceived as failures, as opportunities for me to grow. Then I got really grateful about where I am right now. And then I had to get, so the step one was acknowledging it. Step two was looking at where were those pain points in the past that were contributing to the, you know, the pain point now. Where were the perceived failures that were really opportunities? Where did I need to change my mindset about what I had, where, where my journey was going up into this point? Then I started getting really grateful about where I am right now. And I started looking at, what have I accomplished and what do I have to give to other people? What do I have inside of me? Where have I helped other people that I know that I've helped? Without a doubt, I know the grace that's on my life. The grace that's on my life is helping other women in their businesses, hands down. I know that I know that I know that God has anointed me and given me a grace on my life to help other people brands and their other women and their brands. I know that without a doubt. So I had to go back and understand who am I? What am I about? What is the grace that's on my life? So doing those three, three things, guess how much power that self doubt had on my life today? None, none. It can still be hanging out. It might not go away until I spend a few more days processing all that stuff. But self-doubt is not keeping me from accomplishing anything today because those three things have been playing out in my week. Those three things have lessened the power that self-doubt had. Let me tell you, I didn't realize those things for a very long time. This was not, like, I, I remember so many things that I never did in my business because I started something. I took a risk. I was brave enough to take the risk. And then I was shot down. And then I was like, oh, heck no, I'm not showing back up to that. I got hurt. I got wounded by self-doubt, fear, rejection, all those things. And so I stopped showing up because that's the easier thing to do. The easier thing is to quit. It really is. The easier thing is to stop. And I've done it. I've done it with my book. I've done it with various things that I've done in my brand and my business. It's easy to quit because showing up means you're vulnerable. Showing up means that you might have to experience some pain. Showing up means that you might have to wrestle some stuff that you never thought you would have to wrestle and things that you don't want to wrestle. 
That's just the reality of it. But that's part of being a business owner, though. Like, if you wanted the easy road, you could go and get a job at Starbucks tomorrow because you're smart enough, you know, you're charismatic enough. Like, if you wanted the easy road, there are so many other things that are easier than running a business. So many other things. A million other things. And if you wanted an easier way to get your e- an ego boost, there are way easier ways than by showing up being vulnerable inside of your brand and showing up authentic in your in your personal brand. I say, I say that all the time when I'm doing um, Instagram workshops. I tell I tell my class attendees all the time. I say if you want an easier way for an ego boost, Instagram's not your way. Because there's way easier ways than, you know, taking the perfect selfie with the perfect everything, editing all the photos, posting it at the perfect time to get the most, like, there's easier ways. There's easier ways. If, you, if this is about ego, like, go to something else, you know? But if you, if you know that you're an entrepreneur and you have a dream in you, then there's no other choice that you have than to show up. And, and part of showing up is you got to wrestle self-doubt. And it's not going to be easy and it's not a one-time thing. It's a journey. I wish somebody had told me this. Gosh, I wish somebody in my teens had said, oh honey, it's going to be a journey. And you're going to learn these things and you know what? You're going to struggle still and then you're going to get stronger. And then those emotional muscles are going to get bigger so that you can show up in your space and know you're the strongest person there. And your strength is to lift other people up. That's what your strength is for. That's what working out some of these things are. That's why, you know, that's why when I when I cry and get teared up about not wanting any woman to be alone in her journey, I feel it in my soul because I know what it's like to be alone and it sucks. It sucks to be alone in journey. I don't ever want anyone else to, I never want another woman to be alone in her journey. I never want another woman to be struggling with anxiety and feel shame because of it. And if that means that I have to lose people along the way, if that means that I have to walk out self-doubt, then so be it because it's worth it to me to use my strength to lift up somebody else. And that's how I'm going to show up all the time because that's who I am. And who I am, it is deeply and incredibly impacted by, by helping the world around me. And it's an honor to do that. But I never expect that I'm going to get the privilege of it. Like, it's such a privilege. Like, I never want to show up in my space arrogant enough to say, oh, I expect that I'm going to have all. Like, no, like, it's an honor. It's an honor. And I know that God is leading me towards influence. Like, I know that God brings me the ones that are meant for me. But I never want to get to that place where I'm just like, oh, this is what I have. And like never like, oh, my gosh, no. And I know you know like what I'm talking about. Like there's some people that show up in their space. And I just want to hug them. I just want to hug them like, oh, man. And we're all on journey and it's okay. Like it's okay to, to when we're in journey, like it's okay to to be able to understand that we're all in journey and we're all struggling with different things. But never should we ever judge instead we should just hug like with love like you know what there's different people showing up in their brands and they're at a different place and they're at a different place in their journey and they're learning you know what humility is and they're learning how to manage all this stuff and you know it's like we all we all have 
We all are in journey and it's okay. And we all need love. We all need encouragement. And we all have brokenness inside of us. And we all have those places in us that are wounded. And sometimes our wounds show up and it's not pretty. Sometimes our wounds show up as arrogant and pride and conceitedness. And we need somebody who loves to come alongside of us and say, I know you're in journey. And hey, listen, like I'm seeing this in you, but I want you to know I love you. And, you know, like I love you and I love you enough to to tell you the truth. And sometimes people are not ready for the truth. That is another thing. Sometimes you can see what needs to be said and you say it and people are not ready. They're just not ready. It's not their time. And that's okay. You just keep on keeping on. Like it is a full-time job to manage yourself. Like it is a full-time job. Like if we all only just focus on managing ourselves, like how much further we all would be together. But I just want to say again, like it is such an honor. I take, um, I take influence so, um, seriously. It's such an honor and a privilege. Like it's an honor and a privilege to be able to use my gifts and to be here with you. And I'm so grateful and, um, just humbled that you're here. And I, I just want to say thank you for not judging me and my journey. And thank you for just being here. And I know that, that I have so much to give you. I know that God didn't, um, God didn't lead you to this without a very clear intention. And I take it as such a privilege to be able to love and serve his kids. And you are one of his kids. And I also know that within what he's put in me, I know that I have something that you need and you have something that I need. And we all have something, we all carry a part of God that we need to see reflected because God's so multifaceted and so beautiful and so amazing. So I just want to say thank you for your impact on my life. Thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me to be in journey. And I just hope that through my journey that it can help your business, your brand, your life, your own personal, um, you know, internal love of yourself grow. So thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you again and continue this journey together. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Bye.